Oh Lord, there's a, a lot to unpack. <laughs> freaking movie. It's like watching it. It's like I. Why did we do this? Yeah. Why did I we ask do myself this? that so much? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm ready. Are we ready? Oh, I'm not. But but let's just go. Let's do it anyway. Let's I mean, ready we already did the worst part. We watched the movie. Yeah, let's. Yeah, we survived that. Let's get on with it. <laughs> ready. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Spooky Sips, where we put our love of horror movies into a podcast and sip some spirits along the way. I'm one of your hosts, Yvette, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Laura and Brianna. Hello! Hi! (laughs) (laughs) All right. I didn't even pull up a summary because I just, I don't even know, but we just got done, literally minutes ago, watching Twilight. Oh. (laughs) You know... We're doing this for you before Valentine's Day, so if you and your honey need something romantic to listen to, you can stream this podcast episode. You're welcome. It's all about the romance. You're welcome. (laughs) So, unless you were living under a rock, you know what Twilight is, but just in case, it's about a teenage girl, the most uncomfortable and awkward teenage girl that moves to the Pacific Northwest with her dad and starts high school. And runs into a vampire. <laughs> and and a lot of really uncomfortable, awkward, inappropriate things happen. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just back-to-back mouth quiver. Yep. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, I feel like right at the beginning, I, I was pulling up like the notes that I took. I forgot that the whole reason she even moves to Washington is just because her mom's kind of like, can you like GTFO? Yeah. Can yeah. you get out of the way, please? Yeah. Thank no. you. Um, Definitely some issues there. <laughs> like she's in high school, like, mm-hmm. like m- maybe a couple years left, you know, of school. She's almost done. And it's like, yeah, we're kind of ready for that nest to be empty. Yeah, so, so I <laughs> just move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, and Bella even makes comments, and I have read the book in of Twilight also in the past. So, oh, okay, I'm happy because I haven't read it, so I'm happy oh, you okay. read it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much of this I'm remembering from the movie versus the book, but mm-hmm. Bella does talk about how she's been a parent to her mom for as long as she can remember. Mm-hmm. Like she she cooks for her mom, she cleans, she makes appointments, she pays bills. Like her mom has never really been a mom okay. figure. She's always been kind of flighty and irresponsible. So mm-hmm. um, I think that kind of is a pattern. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they didn't go into that in the movie. I don't movie. think they got into it too much. They she calls her something like she yeah. calls her mom like mm-hmm. flighty or something, right. but yeah, they don't explain it as much. But the fact that she moves like mid year, because obviously I yeah. think it's mid year that she's moved. Yeah. Like it seemed towards the end of they. They say the date. Year. I forget what it was, but it was like it wasn't August. It wasn't right. like your usual you right. know, start of the year time. Well, it's like a couple months before prom too. Yeah. So. It, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's clearly like halfway or more. Right. And it just out the gate, you guys, out out the gate, it's just so goddamn uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I I wrote uh, angsty. I, I literally I was it's like so why? angsty. Why? Why this so angsty? It's so okay, it's angsty, but also like I feel like that's not how humans interact. It's not how because it's not. Like I feel like that's not how people no. talk no. to each other and like interact, you know? Like I'm yes. I, I don't know. I I'm sure maybe all of us have been like the new person in a school. Right. You know, the once in our lives. That's that's 
not how people act. No, just all the weird, uncomfortable things of people like teasing her and showing her. her. And yes, I'm like, what the hell is yeah. happening? Like, yeah. no, super uncomfortable. So, so before we get too much into it, we should do go around and say if we've seen, like, obviously we've probably seen this before. So we should just say our experience with okay. Twilight. Okay. So I can do the embarrassing confession okay. and start. Let's hear it. I love it. So when the books first came out, I think I was maybe 20. Mm-hmm. Um, so not a teenager, but, you know, a young adult, I would say. Yeah. And I started reading them. And I have to say, it was when I first moved from Oregon to uh, Rochester. And so maybe I was like 20 or no, maybe I was 22 when I first read them. So maybe they'd been out for a couple of years. I loved them. You guys, I know you, I loved the books. (laughs) I know they're young, but it kind of reminded me of just the vibe that I felt when I was in high school and the love story. I have to admit, I absolutely devoured these books. I loved them. (laughs) I loved them. I mean, you are not alone. Those books were incredibly popular. They were just something like, about them. Like they just yeah. gave me feels. I just, yeah. 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 And so then when the movie came out, I was excited because I thought, well, I really love these books. Let's go see it. One of the biggest disappointments <laughs> of my life because I feel like the movies are, the movie is so <laughs> terrible compared to the book. It's so unexplainably terrible. Like I don't even know how to describe to you how terrible it is. Yeah. So I saw it when it first came out in the theater and I hated it. Yeah. Interesting. And it's because you loved the book, right? It's because I loved the book and I felt like this was such a disappointment. I couldn't get over the terrible acting and the weirdness of it mm-hmm. that I thought they just ruined the the story mm-hmm. of the book. Yeah. No, that's fair. I, I feel like that's kind of a common thing though with any adaptation of a book, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I'd say pretty like nine times out of 10, if I really like a book and I find out they made a movie, I end up being kind of disappointed. That's yeah. mm-hmm. part of it. The only exception to that for me was The Hunger Games. I actually thought that oh, The Hunger Games okay. they did agree. a good job. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I loved both mm-hmm. the book and the movie as much. Yes. Yeah. Each other. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so did either of you see it in the theater or? So yeah, so I graduated high school in 07 and this was 08. So I was like right at that age. Yeah. I remember it like being like a joke thing to do to like go see Twilight. And here's the thing, like I honestly can't recall because I don't know if I was drinking or if I blacked out or if it just (laughs) didn't happen. But I I don't know that I've ever actually seen this entire movie because I think it gets to the baseball scene and I just turn it off because I'm like, I, I won't respect myself if I watch this baseball vampire scene. I can't do it. It's pretty bad. The baseball seat is so out of left field. Oh, no. <laughs> ching. Okay, I'm sorry. No, but the okay. So we were talking <laughs> about this before we started recording. But I made my husband watch this movie because he had never seen it. Which I was like, okay, like I, I'm gonna force you to watch it because it's an experience we all have to have. And the reason why I made him watch it is because I think he was like talking to someone or like listening to a podcast where they talk about this baseball scene. And so he texted me and asked if that was real. He was like, is there really a scene in Twilight where they play baseball? And like goes on to describe it. I was like, yes, that is that is something that happened. 
and now I'm going to make you watch it. It's just a family game of baseball. And they have to play during thunderstorms. Mm-hmm, right. So no one can hear them play baseball. They're so strong and powerful. Sounds I, like thunder when they hit the ball. I can't. I can't talk about it. I don't think I could do this, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, all right. So had oh. you seen it then, Yvette? Yeah. I don't think I – so I would have been like 12 Yeah. Um, when the movie came out. And I, I didn't read the books. I feel like I wasn't super into that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, at, later on, I would go on to watch like all of the Vampire Diaries and stuff. Okay. So like, I'm not above, I'm not above the vampire stuff. I was into it, but it's a not good trope when, when, yeah, not when this movie came out. So I don't even know if I watched it in theater. Yeah, I think I may have watched it later. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I wasn't super, super into it. Fair. Well, fair. Yeah, makes sense. But it's like, love it or hate it, everyone's seen it, right? And I feel like that's why we have to do this movie. Because it's such a thing. It's such a... It's huge. (laughs) And it's like, I mean, I feel like there are so many references. So many people have done like satire, like making fun of it because everyone's watched it. Everyone knows it. I mean, I did watch... um, Do you guys watch Vampire Suck? Which was like, it was oh. it was basically an entire like satirical remake of Twilight. Oh, it's actually pretty funny. Like okay, I, I might need like, to watch that. Ugh. I feel like one of the things that like I still think about is like you know like the mean vampires, the the three that like kill mm-hmm. people. Yeah, there's like a scene in Vampire Suck, um, which is like when we first meet them, and they're like, oh, like do you know who we are? And the guy on the boat who's about to die, he's like. The Black Eyed Peas. And like, <laughs> I watched that movie. Like, when I see them, I'm like, okay, like, I see it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Black Eyed Peas. This is the Black Eyed Peas. That's, that's who a, it is. That's amazing. Yes. That's amazing. Damn. Uh, so, and if you enjoy making fun of Twilight or just, I mean, you're not making fun of it, but like, you know, it's it's a fun thing to react to. I right. recommend Vampire Suck. It's okay. Whole, yeah. It's a whole experience. I found I found in some of my research too, there's, um, and I forget the website, so I'll, I'll find it. We can reference it for mm-hmm. people. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's I, I don't know if it's the people who used to do, um, oh shoot, what's that? What's it called? <laughs> Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, um, mm-hmm. oh. So I, I don't know if it's the same people or just the same vibe, but they do it and where you can pay $5 to download the audio of them watching it and play it along like as you watch. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And apparently people, even people who hate mm-hmm. Twilight think that this is like the funniest thing they've ever seen. I bet. So I'm like, I really want to watch yeah. it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so next time we get drunk and get the urge to watch to. Twilight, we should do it that way. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, oh. So I feel like we just need to talk about the Edward Bella relationship. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I don't even know where or how to talk about this movie. <laughs> you guys. Like it's so, it's, it's so unhealthy. You I know, think it's, I think yeah. it's really important to talk about the moment where he smells her mm-hmm. because the, the movements and motions that they both make in their face and body is the most absurd thing I've ever seen. They're like yeah. so twitchy. She walks by the fan. 
that blows no. her scent at him and just the way that he like moves. I'm like, is he having a seizure or is yeah. he like having an orgasm? One or the other no. of those are happening. Mm-hmm. I stand behind it. This movie is hornier than Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes, thank you. Like at Fifty Shades of Grey, at, at least they just have sex. Like, yeah, at least they can movie. have a conversation without getting <laughs> yeah. off. Like, no, God. I saw some quote. Um, from Stephanie Meyer. And, you know, maybe this applies to the book, but not mm-hmm. to the movie, mm-hmm. where she was like, oh, it's about love, not lust. And it's like, girl, no, this is no, the lustiest not. movie. 100% it's, minor lust. It's like, completely yeah. about lust. Of a minor, right? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. we'll, yeah and very appropriate. We'll get into that when we get into some of the psych <laughs> of this. But yeah. it's it's exactly the opposite. <laughs> like, they, they call it love. Right. It's clearly lust. They trust each other with no basis for it. Right. They act yeah. like they hate each other. Yeah. Um it's very unhealthy. It's very yeah. unhealthy. Very yeah, it's unhealthy. like, oh, we sh- you we shouldn't be together, but also I'm gonna keep coming back to you and yeah, let me smell you. It's <laughs> so I okay, I feel like we also just need to talk about um the colons in general. Okay. Yes, yes, yeah. Because I feel like, you know, we 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 get the scene. Right. Bella's in high school. She like kind of meets the friends, right? Like she kind of has a little group of like maybe she could join this little group of friends. And then we get to meet the Collins as they all walk in. Mm-hmm. And I swear they all looked 30. Yes. Oh, absolutely. They all looked 30 years old. Yes. Yes. They are way too old to be in high school. It was like they even dressed differently. Yes. I swear than like the the high school students. Like the way yes. they dress, the makeup. The everybody's like, okay, they are 30 years old. They look mm-hmm. older than the teachers. Mm-hmm. Like it, no, it's <laughs> well, in fairness, they are all very old. I think right. that's Edward true. is 104 in reality because okay. he's been mm-hmm. 17 for you know right. however many years. Yeah. Um, but and I, I do think in the book they are very much different than the rest okay. of the high schoolers. They are fancier, they're sense. rich, they're more sophisticated, mm-hmm. but they also didn't need to cast 30-year-old actors. Yeah, and the that doesn't <laughs> yeah. come across. Like, them yeah. being rich and classy and better than ever. Mm-hmm. That does not come across. Them just being, like, weird and misplaced yeah. is the only vibe I get. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but also, Laura, do they, do they explain this any better in the book? Why are they in high school? Thank you. So they they, and they have one line because mm-hmm. it's the scene with the with all of the graduation caps where it's like mm-hmm. oh but why and it's like oh because the younger we start out in a town like the longer we can stay there it's like bro go to college yes and yeah you're gonna get your PhD why not twenty two and I yeah. do I could be making this up but I do think they do that so I think when they go to a place they they are passable as high school students. So they start in high school, then go to college, and then they're able to stay there for, you know, like 10 years because they can start young and get older. But once they no longer pass for a recently graduated college, then they got to move on. So, But I feel like they could do the same thing and not have it be statutory. Like they could still, (laughs) they could be 18 or Mm -hmm. I don't know. And not in high school. Like, they could be freshmen in college. Yeah. Or they could be legal drinkers. Like I think most of them are around the age of, like, high school, though. Okay. So I think that's okay. when they turn. So I think that's why they do All it. Right. I think maybe some of them are a little bit older when they, you know, mm-hmm. became vampires. But- they can pass off as not high school, though. So right. it's like, I feel like they could have very easily started in in college, like college freshmen, 
And then I don't know, it, you you can take what, like six years to get a PhD. Right. You know, Let's get your Agreed. undergrad, get a master's, get a PhD, go to work. And that gives you yeah. so much time. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's true. <laughs> because then we wouldn't have the high school romance, you guys. Yeah. And it, it's more like a middle school romance, it feels, but That's kind of, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought the same thing though. Like, okay. So Edward meets Bella. He clearly hates her, hates their smell, really, really awkward, cringy scenes. And then we yeah. see him in the high school counselor's office, really mad that she won't let him switch classes. Mm-hmm. And so at this point I'm thinking, okay, I understand. Maybe you wanted to start in high school, start yourselves really young so you can age out. Right. But he doesn't need to finish high school. So just right. drop out. Just go. Just stop, just stop going. going. Like you don't. Yeah. I thought the same thing. Like you've, you've graduated high school 40 times. You don't need another one. Right. You just need to do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why are they Ridiculous. all in high school? <laughs> I think because like the biggest question is like, why would they want to surround themselves with high schoolers? Not even them being in high school because they may have their reasons, but like, all of their peers are going to be young teenagers. Like that yeah. seems creepy to me yeah. that like, Ooh, that's who I want to be my mm-hmm. peers is young teenagers. Like, right. uh, yeah. yeah. Also, that's-, that's not a good way to lay low. Right. You know, exactly. it's like, you know, who loves talking and gossiping and looking at people's lives, high schoolers. Mm-hmm. You really think this, this weird group of, um, <laughs> Yes, like, like you know who loves to make outcasts more than anyone in the yeah. world is high school students. Mm-hmm. Like is forcing yourself into the community by going to a public school. Yeah, instead outrageous. Of, if they just didn't go to school, no, you can just go live in the forest. Yes, it would. You probably have ten years before they'll even go check on you. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he obviously loves the forest <laughs> because that by far is one of the top most uncomfortable scenes but like yeah edward obviously loves to be in the trees so <laughs> yeah yeah are yeah. you talking about the spider monkey yeah please I hate don't monkey. don't say that <laughs> we have to God. ladies i have to admit there are some parts of this movie that i actually don't hate there are some parts that i like there are some parts yeah. that are good but the spider monkey part is the worst thing i've ever seen <laughs> It's just it's so, so stupid. No, no, the part with his skin is the dumbest. No, scene. Spider Monkey's worse. No, I like the, the skin, skin scene. This is the skin of a killer. Okay, the yeah. Spider Monkey made me cringe more though. Like Spider that is, Monkey, it's yes. straight cringe. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and it's so out of left field. Like, oh, it's everything like, in this. Movie. He wouldn't say that. It's just such like a discombobulated film. Like, yeah. where are all of these things coming from, and why? Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so bad. Well, okay. you you brought it up. We have to talk about the fact that in this world, in this the Twilight universe, the vampires instead of dying or being burnt by the sun, they shimmer. They sh- they sparkle. They sparkle. So I've affectionately named our drink for this episode Sparkle Skin <laughs> is the name of our drink. <laughs> Love it. I hate that. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> so we should probably just talk about then what we're sipping on. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we probably all had the same idea, but I think I technically mm-hmm. thought of it I think because you did. I, I have a lot of uh, glitter. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of edible glitter for some reason. And I just thought any drink you want, listeners, whatever drink you want, but you must add 
edible glitter to it. And a, a really decent amount. A lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Brianna and I are drinking wine with glitter in it. Yes. Yes. And I decided to take something out of the movie because in the movie, Bella's dad was Charlie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Charlie is sipping on some Rainier beer. So mm-hmm. I went and got myself a six pack of this very, very cheap beer and added a lot of glitter to it. How is it? Like it's how- very it's like a PBR. Okay. Okay. Like okay. like a super light beer. Okay. Like which honestly, I don't hate. I kind of enjoy right. light beers. So I think they have a time and a place for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm sipping on. Yeah, just nice. throw some glitter in there and call it a day. Mm-hmm. And then just watch that conversation between them about his sparkly skin. Mm-hmm. I, it's just, it's so like tense, but also absurd yeah like, i don't i like don't he, even he, he acts so dramatic and like like it's such an upsetting thing but then he turns around and is just shiny, shiny. <laughs> is, i mean you know we've all seen vampire movies mm-hmm. show there's a certain um lore yes. with vampires that everyone has uh, agrees with and uses yes. and the glitter skin is a really interesting take because it's so intense like it's just it's not subdued at all Mm -hmm. like so here was my question do you think the actor robert pattinson is still to this day finding glitter on himself from being covered in glitter for that particular scene i hope the answer is yes i bet you know finding it because that stuff doesn't go away no no No. that's that's there forever yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so (laughs) sorry robert I just think there's something about, and I've seen these two actors in other films, mm-hmm. like not Twilight ones, and they're they're good, like they're oh yeah, they're decent actors and mm-hmm. whatnot. But like they're the facial expressions that they are like making at any given moment is so contorted and extreme, yeah, that it's like why. I, no. I don't understand it. Why? Because I agree, they can both be decent actors. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it's horrible. Like I don't think movie. it's their fault. I think like, they just didn't want to be there. Yeah, you know that's yeah. fair. I legitimately think they just didn't want to be there. That's mm-hmm. fair. That's mm-hmm. very. I don't fair. think any of them expected this movie to blow up the way that it did. No, because they probably were like, "Wow, that was a terrible movie." <laughs> yeah, they were like, "Oh, this is you know, this is going to be fine. Maybe it'll be like, <laughs> right. fine in the box office, like uh-huh. it was whatever, right?" But it absolutely blew up, and I, I really doubt they knew that. I don't yeah, think they expected it. I agree. Although the books, and you guys were probably too young for this, but the books blew up. The yeah, books were yeah. a like everyone was reading Twilight mm-hmm. when they were when they were first out and big. It was yeah. huge. It was like and one I of those. I don't know why. They're good books. Have you tried to read it? Brianna is shaking her head and saying, no, no they're not good books. Something about it, like, took, it just, it took me to my teenage self and, like, oh, it was so I good. feel that way about The Hunger Games. Mm. I, I liked, yes, I liked like, The Hunger I Games. I love The Hunger I will talk for hours about The Hunger Games, but, like, Twilight yeah. is trash. <laughs> but, see, I liked The Hunger Games and I liked the book Twilight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I did try to reread it a few years ago mm-hmm. because I was I think we had watched mm-hmm. the movie and I was like it was so bad how did I ever like the book but I was like I know I did so I did mm-hmm. try to reread it I think maybe like 
two or three years ago. And um, I couldn't get through it. it. I was like, oh, it's not as much. It's not, it's, it's not Hidden. the same. It's not the same as when the first time I read it. It's also a time commitment. These books yes, are yeah. not one. There isn't only one book and they are not short. Yes. Because they're not, but they're like young adults. So they are fast reads. No, like they are. They yeah, are. Because I think true. for like my age group, it was more the Fifty Shades of Grey that was huge because mm-hmm. I was on my honeymoon the year that Fifty Shades of Grey was popular. Mm-hmm. And it was just my favorite moment. Like I turned to my husband and was like, oh my God, look. But we went to Mexico for our honeymoon. And so you, you know, we're going out to the pool and you look at all the, the seats and the benches and every woman, every single woman had that book because it was before like Kindles were huge. <laughs> Every single one of us. And I had my own. I did. Oh, I that's amazing. It. Every one of us had that book. So I can see how like Twilight would have been. Did you like, did you like 50 Shades of Grey? I loved it. It was shamefully. The same, the I same loved it. feeling that I had yeah. reading Twilight was the same feeling I had mm-hmm. reading 50 Shades Okay. Of All right. Did you read 50 Shades of Grey yet? I did not. No. Well, you know what you're doing this spring. Yeah. <laughs> All this yes. Steamy. Yes. How does it compared to the movie? Oh, way better than the okay. movie. Oh, yeah, but like way dirtier. Yeah. Oh, okay. Way yeah. more. The book, okay. The book is way more inappropriate. And I just think because something about and it was the same with with both Twilight and um, Fifty Shades for me. Mm-hmm. Something about when you're reading about this kind of lust between characters, mm-hmm. and it's you 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 just get the feeling that you've had when you've experienced mm-hmm. that as oh, well. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's just, uh, you can, the way you can imagine it is way better than what they did in the movie because right. it's like your own memories exactly. of, you know, falling in love for the first time or having a crush in high school and things like that. So it's, yeah, it's way better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, nice. We'll add it to the list. Yeah. <laughs> the reading list. Yes. So I feel like we should talk through kind of the progression of the relationship. Okay. All right. Let's hear Before it. we get Here to Sparkle Skin yes. and Spider-Man. Yes. Okay, yes. Here we go. Okay, so we talked, set. we've talked about when they, you know, first meet, Edward has the horrific facial expressions. He hates Bella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just looks disgusted at her and he leaves. And then he's gone from school for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we should say the movie begins with like Bella narrating. Yeah. Very. Oh, that's right. What's happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. And then I think it's like, yeah, I think she says some sort of a eloquent line when he's gone, like things were weird or something. Yeah, things like got that. weird. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but then he comes back and his eyes are a different color. They yes. were black when mm-hmm. he was, like hated her. Yes. And then he comes back to school and now they're this mm-hmm. golden brown. And he can be near her. He's not making a stink. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not throwing sudden, up. Yeah. yeah. He's all of a sudden like, oh, introducing himself mm-hmm. and trying to get to know her. And he, he asks her something about the weather. How does she feel yeah. about the weather? Right. And her her quote is that she doesn't like any, she doesn't like any cold or wet thing. Yeah, like excuse Again. me, <laughs> horniest movie. Healthy. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's so horny. That is <laughs> it's amazing, and, and just, that's honestly that's I think why looks. people liked it. Yeah, yeah. The looks that they gave each other, the way the 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 lip quiver. Yeah, like that it literally is just nonstop. It looks like they were often just orgasming. It really <laughs> when they were looking at each other. Like <laughs> maybe that was the direction they got. Like you're just having silent orgasms the it whole time. Must have been. They're interacting. 
can't. For me, like it was not so much the lip quiver that but that stuck out to me, but was the the blinking, the constant like kind of twitching, blinking. Yeah, or the, the, the like. Yes, I was like, is she like? What is that called? Um, I actually do have a diagnosis for that, so okay. we'll get to that. When okay, we get to well, all right, all right, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Should <laughs> we continue? Um, but yeah, so she learns from her friends about who the colons are. Mm-hmm. Because she also has a friend, not at school, but because of her dad, um, Jacob. Mm-hmm. She also, so, you know, from her friends at Jacob, she learns that, like, oh, it's an old tale that, like, you know, they're cold people or something. Mm-hmm. And she goes and finds a book about cold people. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, puts it together that he's a vampire. <laughs> well, because she has some other evidence. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, because she touches his skin. Well, and even and before, that, before, we know he's very strong. Oh, God, how could I have forgotten? <laughs> That's the best part of the movie. It's <laughs> amazing. She's chilling by her car or her her amazing orange truck i do love the truck yeah, the amazing. truck is fantastic mm-hmm. and this high schooler is driving like a freaking formula one driver through the park <laughs> in a van lot. well we had seen that it was icy yeah right? it was. like like she it's fell. supposed to be yeah, yeah she slipped so yeah yeah, yeah. one still. code hydroplane yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was also driving so fast. He was driving fast. Lot. And I yeah. love that if you look at his hands, they're like, ah! and he's like, no shit, you're going to run into something. What are you doing? Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do if you hydroplane, actually. Just yes. frantically <laughs> move frantically the wheel back with your hands. Love it. <laughs> shit. So he's going to hit her, the dude in the van. Mm-hmm. And Edward is across the parking lot with his family, mm-hmm. staring at her creepily. Mm-hmm. And the next thing she knows, she's been shoved out of the way, and Edward is holding her as he puts his hand out and stops the van. Puts a big dent in it. Puts a big mm-hmm. dent in the van. His bare hand. And then he runs away. Yep. Yeah. And everyone like calls 911. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so it's this big to do. She goes to the hospital. And then my favorite part. Yeah, me too. This is when then the gaslighting begins. And it's so good, you guys. Oh, my God. The amount of times I wrote gaslighting in my notes. Because, yeah, then she goes back to school the next day. Or he's in the hospital or something. Right? Maybe they're at the Mm -hmm. hospital. Because his dad is a doctor. Edward's adopted dad is is a doctor. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he's at the hospital and she has to talk to Edward. (laughs) And so she's confronting him. She's saying, how did you get to me so fast? How how did you you know? Yeah, Mm -hmm. how did you stop the truck? And he... He says, that didn't happen. I was standing right next to you. And she's like, I know what I saw. He goes, you hit your head. Yeah, you're confused. You're confused. And then... I literally wrote, yeah, the gaslighting is strong in this one. uh uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And she's... I mean, to her credit, she's like, no, that's not what happened. I know what I know. I know what I saw. (laughs) To which he replies, nobody's going to believe you. No one will believe you. Yeah, like how (laughs) fucking predatory... Is that moment? Holy shit! No one will believe like, you. No one will believe you. <laughs> it it then um, is followed by him telling her because she is just saying, you know, just just tell me the truth. And then he says, you know, I hope you enjoy disappointment. So okay, so first he he lies to her. He you know is telling her no one's going to believe you about this or other things that I should do to you. Enjoy disappointment. He's threatening her. 
Uh, and then he says, can't you just thank me and get over it? Like making her feel ungrateful. <laughs> yeah. Can you just say thank you? Okay. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> this is immediately followed by him stalking her in her yep. bedroom. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like if if this isn't an exact recipe for what to look for in an abusive relationship. Yes. Th- there's nothing else that could be this added. This is it. There's, to a T. There's yeah. nothing else that could be added for yeah. red flags. No, for- it's so true. I yeah. feel like, especially given their prime, dem- like, yeah, I think I was like 12 when this movie came out. And I feel like that was like still part of the prime demographic for this oh, movie. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And it's like, you know, impressionable youth. Like, that's not... That's mm-hmm. ladies, we don't need that. We no. don't need gaslighting. <laughs> no. We don't need this at all. Throw the whole we thing. We don't need out. any of that. <laughs> no, it's not good. Just his unprovoked and irrational anger that comes out of yeah, her. So and erratically. They're just, they're like, just walking along and she trips yeah. and he's like, Can't you watch where you're walking? Right? Like, Jesus. Sorry. The scene later after she gets her little book and then all those guys. So like oh yeah which is like okay like well, first what is happening here yeah what the fuck and is then this? edward rolls up to save her and then he like is driving like a maniac yeah. and he's like i like i should go back there and like rip their heads off and like okay like talk to me about anything so i don't do that like well it's like okay whoa whoa bro. That, yeah. first of all bro. that's a lot of fucking pressure okay. could you calm down <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. totally yeah like that would be like a normal thing to happen where just a group of like six men just, I mean, I guess it's symbolic, you know, but Jesus, like, yeah. 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 Forks, Washington. I know this. (laughs) Yes. Like, it's not like they're in a big city. Like, yeah. It is kind of sad because I, I do agree where it's the target audience for this is teenagers Mm -hmm. or, you know, young girls. Right. And it, it doesn't have, even the book was kind of a similar message, but I think you at least got a little bit more of the intention behind Mm -hmm. Edward and, and Bella and both, but it's really, it's a crappy message that like, there has to be, you know, this person is this kind of like bad person or really mean to you, but like you're going to change him like because you're in love, like he's all of a sudden. And you're going to just unwillingly just sacrifice all of your like needs. Like, oh no, Mm -hmm. you can literally kill me and I'll Mm -hmm. still be with you. Like, I don't need anything. What do you need, dear? Like, Mm -hmm. it's very harmful. Because sadly, I mean, Bella does absolutely like she's totally fine with all of it. Oh, yeah. she's so into mm-hmm. Edward. Like all of this, all of that he's doing, all of this talking. She's like, oh, this is romantic. And yeah, this cute. is great. But he doesn't know that. At no point does he ever get any sort of consent from her right. for his mm-hmm. level of protection. That's not protection. That is possession. Yes. Oh, yeah. we need mm-hmm. to put that on a mother forking t-shirt. <laughs> that is not. Wait, what was it? It's not protection. It's possession. Yes. Yeah. Stay strong out there, yeah. ladies. <laughs> I, I hadn't even thought of that. It just came out. When it was I, like, beautiful. I said it. It was yeah. Beautiful. It was great. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were going to say something. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, okay, well, we're not going to watch any more of these movies for the podcast. So I feel like we can talk about anything that happens oh, yeah. in the sequels. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, I mean, the big thing that came from this movie, which actually, actually you don't get in the first movie, I guess it's kind of part of the sequels, is the Edward versus Jacob. And mm-hmm. they're both awful. They are. They're both. Like, that was my first question when the movie ended. I was like, "Wait, are the others 
more about Jacob because I thought that Jacob was like a big part of this story, but he's really not. He's big in the second movie. In this yeah. movie, much yeah, at all. he plays like, a much bigger role. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyways, oh, I did have a really important question that oh. we're just not being. What's the word when you're like on track? Like, on track <laughs> no but like you know we're not being linear okay. we're not being linear oh no this is just gonna be <laughs> yeah, i've also had some wine yeah. but my most important question was vampires don't have blood right like in their body like they're not blood is that how it works they don't have I, blood yeah their blood was different i think they don't oh, see i thought they didn't blood. have blood maybe i'm wrong i don't know how it works That's in this because i feel like well, in other things it'll be like in order to become a vampire, sometimes you have to drink their blood. Oh, so I don't know if that's shit. like the lore is that they have no blood. Okay, really or different blood. Questions. I have no idea. But my question was going to be like, how could they have had a baby? Oh, you know, yeah. wink, wink. Okay, so the first hit from Google tells me this. Vampires do not have circulatory systems or digestive systems. Instead, the blood they drink disperses through the interstitial fluid that houses their organs and flows around their muscles to provide nourishment. Mm. So, does that answer your question? <laughs> Google, can vampires get a heart on? Oh my God. <laughs> So it does say that vampires have a circulatory system, but no way to produce their own blood. Oh, so it's just the blood. I'm gonna, now I'm going to change this to do vampires Inco- get, do get incognito. incognito mode. <laughs> <laughs> um, thus, erections are possible. Oh, okay. <laughs> thus. You, just, you didn't let her finish. <laughs> no, that's literally what it says. That's, that's the beginning it's, of it's this. Not even, it's not even like anything it's just that's the very first part is thus erections are possible in some popular literature vampires need to drink blood first in order to get an erection which supports this theory (laughs) the reality is that in the olden days people didn't associate blood flows with erections and figured that it would just happen (laughs) so that's why like historical vampires could get it because blood wasn't really important for that it just happened yeah. Okay. Wow. I mean, here at Spooky Sips, we get to the research that really matters. Yeah, we do. We're answering the important. The important we ask questions. the hard hitting questions. Hot, hard we do. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she has some water. No. Yeah. Everybody have some water. We need That's a silly episode. This is we're so light. That's here just we water. go. <laughs> <laughs> okay so oh, i don't even know what's happening we should okay so we were we're kind of talking about their relationship okay, but we right. maybe could also talk about because there are two three deaths in this movie yes that's true yeah let's talk about those because they mm-hmm. all most or most happen at the beginning yeah well the first is the very first scene mm-hmm. it's yeah. a poor deer there's the, uh, you see that a vampire is hunting a deer. And I have to say, like, I did not remember how this movie started. And, like, just hearing Bella narrate about death while we're watching a deer in the forest right. is not what I thought it would be. No. <laughs> totally. I remembered it. Oh, also, did the deer have mange? What was wrong yeah, with Yeah, I know. There was deer? A, the deer was unwell. Okay. <laughs> the deer... <laughs> It was a mangy deer. <laughs> Why did he have to get such a wrecked deer? Because <laughs> I think it was probably like CGI. So why not like make it a, or at least make it a nice one? 
So that's the first one. That's yeah. Right. And then the second death is that there is um there's just this random like in the so we have all the high school scenes and then there's right. a random cut to a guy in a warehouse that's being hunted by a vampire and mm-hmm. he right dies. and he dies. Yeah. Oh, and then we have the other in the boat. The boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. So that's the second death. And the third death is um, this like old drunk man who like was being really creepy to Bella when she first moved to town. Yeah. Don't you remember me? I sat on my lap when I was Santa. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that's a weird way to say that. <laughs> predatory behavior in this film. Yeah. Why did we yeah. have this happen as a society? <laughs> There's some theories. Oh, There's God. some theories. Yeah. Oh, Lord. So, uh, yeah. So the old guy that was creepy, right? He ends up being like Bella's dad's like best friend for like forty years or something like that. But he he's in a boat, mm-hmm. and the that's the first time we see yes the vampires, the bad vampires. Yeah, not the colon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did we specify that the colons are vegetarians? No, we should. Well, they're not vegetarian. <laughs> that's what they call themselves. I know, but that's themselves. not true. At least say vegan. You yeah, know? yeah, they should say vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Just mix some celery juice in with their, yeah, and it's fine. And they're good to go. Paleo. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm a little bit Atkins diet. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, so the Cullens only drink animals, not humans. Yeah, blood. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. Good for them. Which so, is hard for them. It's a hard thing for yeah, them to yeah, do. Yeah, it doesn't fulfill them. It doesn't Hence, um, what's his face? Jasper? Yes. Jasper's my fucking favorite. What like is this wrong scene with his- <laughs> when they're like at the house and he's just there in the back, like just staring. He looks think, so wrecked. I think that in the intro to which oh, we also been talking about Anna Kendrick is in this yes. movie in like yes. too small of a role. Uh-huh. Um and I think she is the one who yeah. maybe introduces like, oh, that that's yeah. whoever and that's whoever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when they introduce Jasper, it's like, oh, like he's the one, the one that always looks scared or yes. something. It's like it's he, he, he always looks panicked. <laughs> his eyes are huge and his face is tense. Yeah, I I don't know what the fuck's happening with Jasper. I love it though. Well, that's <laughs> the other thing. Like I I don't know so much that I feel as strongly as you two that it's inappropriate that they're out of high school for the developmental reason because i do think they are all were pretty young when Mm -hmm. they were turned and Mm -hmm. i think their brain stopped developing so they are kind of still young but Mm -hmm. i do think it's very inappropriate why go to a school that has so many people if you're a new vampire trying to not be tempted by blood like why are you in a very populated school? Yes. For that reason, I think it's really stupid. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. Jasper should not have been there. No. Mm-hmm. Like, and he he didn't need to be. No. Like, why? Yes. I Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. All right. Moving on. <laughs> moving on from that. All right. So, um... Edward's being a real uh, abusive, sparkly creep. To yeah. Bella. But then they, the prom is coming up. So Bella and her human friends yeah. decide to go to Port 
Angelus. Angelus to yeah. go prom dress shopping. But really, Bella only wants to go. She's pretending to want to go dress shopping because she's just, you know, using her friends for their car. Right. She just wants yeah. a ride because she needs to go to a mm-hmm. bookstore yeah. to mm-hmm. find a special Nerd. book. Nerd. Yeah, because she's not like other girls. That's my, <laughs> my favorite gosh. fucking trope. Yes. <laughs> She is totally like the not like yes, other girls, she's right? She's not like other girls. <laughs> everyone to know that she's not like I'm just other here girls. for the bookstore. <laughs> Shut up, Bella. Shut up <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, she finds her little book. Yeah, I did just. <laughs> I can't handle this movie. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear it, so I don't know if the mic picked it up. Oh, yeah. It was great, you guys. It was great. Okay, so she goes to the bookstore for her cold people article. So is this is this a real book? I forgot to look it up. Ooh, we should look it up. But it's a um a book that's sold by clearly a, a Native American bookstore. Yes. Because yeah. there's clearly a long history. And and as we kind of mentioned, Jacob has already alluded to the vampires mm-hmm. and his tribe, tribe mm-hmm. have this conflict going back for forever. Yeah, they got beef. Because as we then learn, Jacob's tribe, they're werewolves. Right. And werewolves mm-hmm. and vampires are enemies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do we even learn that they're werewolves in this no, movie? No, not, yet. not quite. I okay. mean, he does he say says we're, there, there was like the lore. We're descendants from wolves, but he yeah. doesn't. Because okay. here's the thing that you do learn, and I don't know if you learn this in the movie, but um, you do learn in the book. Jacob doesn't think he's a werewolf. Like, he doesn't believe in werewolves. Oh. He thinks it's all just kind of lore okay. and, um, you know, just just lessons and stories mm-hmm. until he starts to become he's one. For and then he's like, awakening. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, so yeah. he doesn't even believe it. He thinks it's just yeah. stories. Okay. Okay. So. So yeah, then that's when the guys like attack Bella. Yeah, and she's Edward, in the parking lot, and there's the creepy boys. Yeah, Edward saves her, and oh, and then she just stands up her friends because she's like telling them right. to eat them for dinner, and yeah. then she just um, they just go eat without her because they're like, sorry, we tried to wait, we, we were hungry, like we yeah, called. like where are you at, like which fair, yes, <laughs> I'm not but waiting then, for you. <laughs> it, it should be it should be noted that everyone. Is obsessed with Edward. Like they mm-hmm. think he's so beautiful, oh, yes. so charming. Mm-hmm. So then he pops out with Bella as you know the two girls are leaving dinner, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I'm sorry, I kept Bella." And of course, like Anna Kendrick's character is just like fawning over him, like, right. oh, "It's okay, Eddie." Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So then Edward takes Bella to dinner, mm-hmm. and I have to say, I actually kind of thought their dinner scene was kind of like cute and romantic. Okay, real quick, I think it was just a prop. Uh, okay. I don't I don't think it was real. That'd be a good book to have if it was a real thing. Right? No, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I want to check it out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, yes, their dinner scene. Their dinner was I actually fine. thought it was kind of romantic. Can you remind me what happened in the dinner it just, scene? They, I, I don't know. They just they talk. They just and, talk about how he shouldn't be with her. Well, and he and how he should know. Oh, that. yeah. He does let her know that he can read people's minds. Yes. But oh, not that's hers. right. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just, I feel like there's some chemistry. There's some sparks yeah. with it. All right. But I mean, it's still. Yeah, no, you're right. It's a, that's an okay scene. That's an okay scene. And then when they're driving home, the heat is on. 
for in the car for her. Right. Oh but, yeah. Because he doesn't need it because we learn. And this is something they don't really explain in the movie. They do in the book. Mm -hmm. Not only are vampires cold, but in the book, they're all... (laughs) This is the... I told this to Brienne and she like couldn't handle it earlier. (laughs) They're also hard. Like they're like... (laughs) They're like stones. So like... (laughs) Instead of like when they kiss, instead of like it, like you kissing like a soft mouth, it's like it's like a sta- cold statue. Oh, so maybe he doesn't even need to get a boner. It's just like constant. <laughs> Wait, what? Why? I don't know. This is a vampire. <laughs> Oh shit! All right, okay. Because yeah. nothing is sexier than making out with a fucking statue. <laughs> <laughs> so hot for you right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> well, that that may have been good to leave out in the movie. We can we can give the movie credit for that. Yeah. 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 Thank you. I don't know how they would have done it, but I'm happy they did it. <laughs> right. Like. <laughs> Oh, you're so hard, baby. <laughs> oh my god, your skin is so hard. <laughs> oh so we're at um me and Brianna are together and we're at her house and I think we're really upsetting your Yeah, she's really she's like, worked up, you guys. Okay. She is not okay. It's okay, baby. It's okay. I know. I know. So on their way home from dinner is one of like my favorite parts um because excuse me penny did you hear that done (laughs) so they're like on their way home they see police lights and bella's dad had been investigating the the death of the creepy you know used to be santa um and (laughs) i love santa i'm like He's been like eaten and like you know torn to shred by the vampires, but they they wheel out the gurney and his just little feet are just like flopping out it's like yeah. the end of the gurney. I thought it was chocolate. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> oh. oh, I feel like we haven't talked about Bella's dad. Yeah, so no. is, is we he haven't talked about Charlie. Charlie? No, no, no. Is he the chief actually, or I think so. Okay, I think he's the yeah. like the sheriff. Isn't that what Edward calls him? Yeah. He calls him like Sheriff Swan. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's, he's the the head dude. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And like, you can, you can tell that they haven't been living together for a long time that like, so her parents are divorced and you can tell Mm -hmm. that like, they haven't lived Mm -hmm. together. She hasn't lived in Forks since she was like four, she says. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And she's clearly visited and stuff, but, um, right. Right. They're Mm -hmm. not, he's, he's pretty aloof and independent and not really warm and fuzzy. Right. Yeah. But he also, they give him some good moments, you know, like at the diner where the waitress is like, Oh, the whatever, right. Is your favorite. It's like, Oh, your dad orders it every like, whatever. Like, it, and everyone's like, oh, like, he hasn't stopped talking about how you're coming. Like, I, yeah. they give him little moments of, like, he's not talkative, but, like, he was clearly excited about her. Yeah, like, really he has a her. good heart. And he's yeah. missed her. Yeah. And I think he hasn't been given a chance to be close to her. Right. Because of her, yeah. like, mom. Right, right. So, yeah. Yeah. I think I think Charlie's trying. Like, the, the scene like where Bella has, is leaving, and she's, like, oh, trying to make it so he won't follow 
And she tells him, like, oh, I'm leaving because I don't want to be stuck here. It's like, oh, it's what my mom told him when he left. It's like, all right, you you did not have to do Charlie like this. I know. That was harsh. That was I'm rooting for cool. one character, and it's Charlie, and like you did yes. not just do him like this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yep. Pretty, I actually liked brutal. Charlie. Oh, I know, I did too. I like did too. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. He's doing his best, even if he's I, oblivious to yeah. everything that's happening. Right. And I think they don't... I, I don't know how obvious they make it, especially in this first movie, mm-hmm. but Charlie is like, it's not inappropriate because he still, you know, understands Bella's, you know, 17 and is going to kind of be independent and do what she wants to do but he it's not that he doesn't want her to be with anyone he doesn't like edward because every time edward's around bad stuff happens Mm -hmm. so like he doesn't trust edward and rightfully freaking so yeah like edward has this and i don't know even though we've said this not only in general do vampires you know thirst for blood of humans but for some reason edward has never been so thirsty for a human as he is for Bella's scent. He's oh, like, so yeah. about your scent, girl. Like, I want to eat you more than I've ever wanted to eat like, anyone. It's so dirty. <laughs> oh, my God. The line oh, so dirty. about the the lion falling for the lamb uh-huh. or whatever. Yes. Or she's yeah. like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> throwing up. So, yeah. yeah they're, Sorry, I'm just vomiting. Their relationship <laughs> is literally starting up. to progress. <laughs> I will say, as it starts to progress, Bella has a vampire dream. Like, she has a dream about being bitten by Edward. Oh, that's, that's right. That's a hot dream. Yeah, Like, she's all, like, done up. Yes. Like, her makeup's all beautiful. Oh, like, the way yeah. he, like, goes in yeah. on the couch. Like, I'm yeah. like, oh! I guess it gets daddy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, they're, they, this, the scene of them in the woods, like, is so... Where he, like, tells her to hop on. Spider well, monkey or whatever. Well, yeah. I thought we weren't saying that anymore. <laughs> I just grew up in my mouth. Well, like, like right before that, like, okay, so they've they've kind of talked more now, and their relationship is kind of progressing. But she's now realized that he's a vampire, so he like, well, right, she like walks up into the woods and he follows her, mm-hmm. and it's so creepy because she's just standing there, and he's like, they're both faced the same way, but like, no one talks like that. No, but, but he's like, he's just behind her. And she asks him, she's like, how old are you? And he goes, 17. And she goes, how long have you been 17? A while. Or like then, a really long and time. And then she's like, I know what you are. And then he's like, say it. Say it. Say it, Bella. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What, like, what this happened? Is that in the scene too, where he's like climbing around the trees or something? Yeah. I, I feel like seen like that. running away from her. He's like running, and then he's like on the tree, like perched, talking to her. It's like, why he's are like, you like, doing this? this? He's like, he's like everything about me. Like, he's like, I'm a design. I'm designed to kill. Everything about me draws you in. Like you're drawn to my charm and my smell and my. He's like, as if you mm-hmm. could outrun me. And then he's like jumping Pew! up on the. He's like, ha no, I'm here. And then he like tears a branch down. He's like, I'm stronger than you are <laughs> yeah, that's it's like oh yeah you couldn't get away or something where it's like oh <laughs> like, like, yeah. okay 
So that part is so, is so bad. It's so much. I will say the, the scene where then like right before they talk about like the, the lion falls in love with the lamb, yeah. the way he kind of like leans on her, mm-hmm. like leans into her, like in the forest. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's kind of a hot scene. Laura is so hot I'm for se- this movie. I'm secretly like, okay, yeah. So I feel, do you find Robert Pants? I, I keep for some, Matt and I can't not call him Bobber Batson, so like this yeah. episode's really hard for me. <laughs> Please only call him that. Please. Um, wait, is that from something? Or just I don't like, know. That's the best thing I've ever heard. Bobbert Batson. <laughs> I love it so much. I love it so um, much. Oh God. Do you guys find him attractive? Not at all. No, I don't. Oh, yes. Not at all. I yeah. wish I because the Edward, as I was reading these books, I, like I was picturing him right. super attractive, and I was like, ew. Yeah, yeah. I'm more attractive than yes, him. Absolutely. Like, if I had to be with one She's of them, hot. I'd choose like, her. Oh, yeah. I don't find him unattractive, and I actually think in other movies. Yes. Robert Pattinson can like he's he, Bob. Excuse me, Bobbert. Bobbert. Bobbert Pattinson. He can be actually pretty yes, attractive. I agree. But oh, in, yeah, with his stupid tall hair. Yeah, like I can't. No. Yeah, he's good. No, it's and just the the way he is. Yeah, I no. He no. probably you know a little bit of that abusiveness is what. Like is I think yeah, that doesn't is help. Attractive. Mm-hmm. I would totally be down for her dad. Yes. As far as as yes, far, <laughs> right? No, he is. Yeah. I would choose him over Bobbert. Mm-hmm. As far as you know, there's the whole Team Jacob or Team Edward. Oh, right. Yeah. Just going on looks alone. I'm Team Jacob. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, Team Charlie still. Only when he's a wolf, though. <laughs> but he got hot when he got older. That actor. that's only when yeah, I- he did. Yeah. yeah. Also, he was my childhood crush from Shark Boy and Lava Girl, which is what I know him. Which is what I know Taylor Lautner from. What's he in? The Shark Boy and Lava Girl. You're probably too old for that. I was too old that? for that, but I remember like Matt was the right age. Shark Boy and Lava Girl. What the hell is it's, that? You just look it up. It's this whole thing. It's really it's, cute. It's a movie. It's a movie. It's a kids movie. But he's like one of the main characters, and like absolutely, oh. I was crushing so hard. Okay. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Bobber. Hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Weird shit happens. They get they 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 come out at school. You know, they they oh. show up in the car together. And everyone's applauding them just because they walked out of a car together. Yes. <laughs> I have to say, I was like, why, why, why? My teenage heart. I bet. Like it just it spoke to me. Like just that thing of like showing up with you know the person that you're in love with that like everyone. Wants, right, but like, like, and he wants you, mm-hmm. and like, you're they're just mm-hmm. like bells of the ball. Like, I, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I secretly love this movie. I know you do. <laughs> this is actually the best movie. <laughs> actually, Laura's favorite movie. So. Oh, Straight up, five out of five for her. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, so that happens, and it's weird, and he, mm-hmm. they, she meets his family. And that's weird. And yeah. then they go spider monkeying through the trees together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she meets his family. It's so cute. Because they're actually kind of cute. Like they're, they're cute. They're, they're looking like, for her. Yeah, like it's cute. Because they mm-hmm. don't eat the vampires, but they're like trying to make her Italian food because her name is Isabella. So they're like, oh, yeah. Italian. It's, it's sweet. Right. Um, but except for everyone, except the one sister, Rosalie. Who <laughs> like is such a bitch. I just have to love her. 
I love this actress. Mm -hmm. Like this actress is one of my favorites, especially at that like time in my life. Mm -hmm. I love her. So like, that's the only part of this movie I approve of is that she's in it. Just being so outwardly angry. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's so good. Which, I just have to say there is so much glitter. I know. In the bottom, <laughs> in the bottom, yeah. I need to. That pour, I'm only just drinking. No, I need glitter. to pour more wine in because yeah. I have glitter. It's, it's, it's a good idea. Straight up glitter. Yeah. Like, um, and you do learn later why she's such a bitch to them. Right. Right. She's just looking out for her family. Well, and actually, Which, let's be real. <laughs> she's kind of well, right. fair. Like, right. but it's also a little bit more than that. Um, so I don't know how much I they... just love that you know all of this and <laughs> that you're like defending them. <laughs> you're standing up for them. No, I'm honestly yeah. so happy. Like she's so invested. Okay, yeah. so here's why really she's mad. Okay, let's hear so it. So the only thing Rosalie ever wanted in her human life was to be a mom. That's all she ever Aww. wanted. That's right. And mm-hmm. she got turned, and once you're a vampire, you cannot mm-hmm. have a baby. You don't have the mm-hmm. parts or whatever. Or the blood. Um and mm-hmm. so <laughs> Really, she's mad at her family for even considering having like Bella join because she doesn't want Bella to not be able to have a kid if that's right. what she wants. It. So really, she's actually between her and Bella. Leave me alone. I really want to go home and read the books, you guys. Okay. <laughs> I want to try it one more time. I just have to say this reminded me of another scene. Laura and I tried really hard to not talk to each other while we watched it because we're like, we got to save it for the pod. Yeah. But- I don't know what made me think of it, but we were talking about how, oh, because I was like, what about when Bella's on her period? Like, is yes. that oh more intense? And then we were talking about like when she was pregnant, because Laura was like, oh, well, childbirth, there's a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, because like, would Edward want to eat his own baby? <laughs> because like, you know how humans eat veal, right? Like tender blood. Yeah. <laughs> Like the veal of humans. <laughs> yeah. Baby. It's extra rare. <laughs> yeah. This is very upsetting. So that's where my mind goes. Laura's just swooning and I'm <laughs> I'm going as dark as possible. Very different direction. Uh, to eating babies. Very different direction. <laughs> very different takes on the movie. He's going to eat his baby. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's where my mind is at. <laughs> anyway. So anyway. they do all that. I don't know. How do we get from the bad vampires to prom? I think okay, I like. Let's talk. Okay, the next most important thing is the baseball game. Yeah, they go. Yeah. So it's family baseball time because you know that's a thing. Makes sense. Yeah, they're all in these little outfits, with their little hats. Mm-hmm. Their hats are so dumb. Their hats are so dumb. Rosalie's pants are the worst thing ever. Yeah, they're so bad. Yeah. She makes it work, though. But mm-hmm. they're playing baseball, and, you know, they're doing their speed thing. So fast. They're so fast. <laughs> and the other, the bad vampires hear them. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they're a trio. So there's the main guy. Laurent. Laurent. James. And. <laughs> she is so invested. Actually. <laughs> Laura has actually watched this movie. Like every year, actually, and she actually has a diary where she keeps notes. Are we supposed to know their names? Sure. <laughs> I, I don't remember the girl's name. 
It's like Jessica. It's not Jessica. No, no it's not Alex- Jessica. I don't know. It's something stupid. I don't know. Jessica. <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> well, not James and Victoria. 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 Oh, yes. Jessica. <laughs> oh, Jessica's Anna Kendrick's character. Oh, yeah. thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so they're playing stupid baseball, and they're like, when the trio comes up, they're like, hi, Bella. So Edward's like, stay behind me. <laughs> and then Rosa Lee's like, I could smell her a mile away. Like, mm-hmm. so anyways, they they're like, we want to play a game with you. Mm-hmm. But then, what's his name? The so the wind blows, and then yeah. James gets a whiff of Bella. And remember, she has a particularly potent smell. Yes, that mm-hmm. her are like crazy about like how would you feel about yourself if that was like one of your traits like would you feel better about yourself or worse about yourself so, like you're stinky it's a vampire yeah no right it's like what do you what do you mean like how do i potent? take that <laughs> but like they take it as like you're gonna be extra yummy okay so you know? it's a compliment yeah i guess <laughs> but so then the way that edward reacts like being protective mm-hmm. of bella james is a tracker and he loves hunting Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wrote this down from my notes no, from I watching the same movie. And he just, he just, it happened. And so he, the fact that he kind of can't have her is like, that's now his only mission. It, it, Cause it's not about like, he could go find other blood, other places, but this is like, no, but I want now what I can't have, which yeah. really is kind of the bad message that this whole movie gives. Like wanting what you can't have or like having it be like difficult or a chase like love doesn't have mm-hmm. to be that way and that's no. what they're saying it's not worth it if it's not that kind of mm-hmm. I feel like so then it becomes they're all trying to protect bella they've got to get bella out of town that's why she says the really mean stuff to charlie mm-hmm. and they they send her to phoenix where her mom used to live but her mom is now not there yeah because there were some- yeah Right. But they, I forget why they go to Phoenix. Yeah, I don't remember why they they went to Phoenix. Because honestly, like, that's where they should have known that he would go. Yeah. But so they're trying to, like, throw him off the scent, but Mm -hmm. he knows that's where they went. And Mm -hmm. so, well, he finds out that's where they went because Mm -hmm. he, like, breaks into the school and gets the record of her home address, her mom's address. Mm -hmm. So then. There's there, a ballet studio. Yeah. So, so there's a big, um, Alice can see the future and she sees this ballet studio and then Bella gets a call on her phone and it says it's her home calling. So she thinks it's her mom and she hears this recording of her mom being like, Bella, Bella, where are you? So Bella thinks her mom is in trouble and That's right. James, the bad vampire is like, come to your ballet studio alone I'll know if the other vampires are following you, um, if you want to save your mom. And that's where she's like, I would die in the place of someone I love. Right. Yeah. Which is how we started the whole movie, right? I think that's one of the first things she's like narrating. Yeah. So then they're in the ballet studio. Turns out James had just stolen a home video Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. mom calling for her when Mm -hmm. she was like a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I was never in danger. And then he's trying to attack her. He, he, ends, he ends up, there's like kind of a fight. He's throwing her around. She like breaks her leg. She's bleeding everywhere. Because there's mirrors everywhere. Yeah. You know, 
he bites her and like the venom is super, super painful. Mm -hmm. But before he can like suck her blood out, who shows up? Old Eddie, the fastest of the family. Robert Mm -hmm. Pattinson. (laughs) Robert Pattinson. (laughs) Um, So yeah, then they're, then they're having a thing and then, and then her, his family shows up, Edward's family. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, the dad is there, and she has a really bad wound on her leg that's bleeding, and he's trying to, like, save her, the dad. And there's just this epic fight. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And we should say uh, the vampire dad, not Bella's dad. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the vampire just dad. And Daddy Car- epic Carlisle. Daddy Carlisle. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, and then some of them get James, and Alice, like, twists his neck. Mm-hmm. But they have to like burn them because that's how you have to kill a vampire. Dismember and burn them. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. so they do that, and then Bella wakes up in the hospital. Like what happened? Well, <laughs> and then yeah, because during that, right, it's the whole dramatic, right, right, Edward's dad being like, "You can, you can do it." Blah blah blah. Where it's like he okay, has to like, suck the venom out. Why don't you just do it? I know, right? You're I thought like the a same doctor. thing. Yeah, I thought the same thing <laughs> because. It's got to be Edward because he loves her. So his love will overcome the desire of. I'm sorry, my eyes have rolled so far back in my head (laughs) that I can't see. So I've lost sight. Because she's either going to become a vampire if they don't stop it, right? Or die if they suck too much blood out. Yes. So he has got to suck just enough, just the right amount, just enough sucking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what. That's what Daddy Carlisle said. And so then. She wakes up in the hospital. They come up with this story because Bella's supposed to be a klutz in the movie. Yeah, she's stupid. Yeah, yeah. We see her falling and hitting. I would call her stupid. I'm klutzy, but not stupid. (laughs) No, yeah, it's it's like we're gonna go with stupid. So no, it's a yeah. She's just a little clumsy. She's clumsy. clumsy. Oh my god, I'm not like other girls. I'm clumsy. (laughs) I'm not like other girls. I like books. So yeah, they come up with this story that like she she like fell down some stairs and then out of a window. <laughs> yeah, like she fell through a window. <laughs> like oh, I tripped. And Sorry, that's how she like got the broken leg in the cut. Yeah, that's why she's in the hospital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Edward tells her, "You need to move back to Phoenix. We can't be together." This is the most overreaction, bad acting scene I have ever seen in my life agreed the way yeah. Kristen stewart acts like it's horrendous so bad it's even even penny is upset and so then robert's like robert like i can't i think part of the thing that i don't understand about him even is like i don't see him as robert or rob yeah like i would like he does not look like robert i don't he's, know he's bobbert though he's for bobbert. Sure. Bobbert. <laughs> okay so i think people just someone on the i think it's an internet thing where because you know he was in batman you know oh, right and so yeah. i think somehow <laughs> in the internet someone came up with it where it's like oh so he's Robert Pattinson. Who's oh, I get it. Oh, I get it. So anyway, that really stuck for Matt and I. I don't know how frequently we're talking about him anyway, but we do call him Robert Pattinson. <laughs> yes. Yes. So then, yeah, he decides like, okay, fine, we'll stay together. So then right. it kind of flash forwards to, okay, they're back at, in Forks, Washington. 
Bella's got mm-hmm. her little leg in a brace and they're going to prom right together. Yes. And at the beginning of prom though, Jacob shows up. Which was so weird. Like, what are you doing? That whole scene was Why? so weird. I, I don't understand like, it. Oh, my dad gave he me has, like, a tie on. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, he shows up like with a tie. Like, he's ready yeah. to go to prom, but he all, like only stays in the trees. And, right. And then like the little bench to warn Bella, like, you should stay away from Jacob. My dad says we're going to watch you. Yeah. 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 And also, then- we should talk about the fact that she's not like other girls. So she was wearing Converse to prom. Yes. Because she's not of like other girls. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Like I, I love it. It's just it's 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 too much. It's too such much. it's 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 perfect. And I love it. It's my favorite movie. I know you guys are gonna disagree, but I also think like I really liked the end scene. I thought it was really romantic. Their like final dance with their like the music and the twinkle lights. It was I liked it. Oh, and then that like the kiss. Where she's like, oh, I'm ready. And he like her, tilts her head back. It's like, there are other people. It was steamy. It was steamy. It was steamy. It It got my high school heart pumping. I bet 14 year olds would like it. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm saying, like the little high school <laughs> yeah. version of me would have loved it. Yeah. And that's it. That's I think it's the end credits, right? Yeah, it is. It's just bam, yeah, done. All, all it then really is basically where she's she keeps saying, I want a vampire, and I know I'm going to get what I want. Like, that's mm-hmm. my goal is to become a vampire. Right. Even though Edward's oh, like, right. I want yeah. to take your life from you. Right. You know, but she's just like, no, nah, it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Which but, is like, they've known each other for a total of like two months at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're in love. Yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah, she's like, I'm irrevocably in love. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. The lines where she's like, there's three things that I know that are truths. <laughs> One, Edward is a vampire. <laughs> Two, there's a part of him, and I don't know how big of a part that or how dominant of a part that is that thirsts for my blood. And three, I'm unconditionally and irrevocably in love with him. <laughs> I love that you have that memorized. <laughs> She is. A, you can quote on a, a lot of this movie. That is a quote ingrained on her heart. <laughs> Everyone, I'm a sucker for romance. Oh, God. I love it. Sucker. Oh. It. <laughs> we are. We're doing so good in this episode. <laughs> good. All right. Well, is this a good time to get into some psych? I don't think there is a good time for that, but yes, let's do it. (laughs) I'm like, so I really want to know where you went with this one. Me too. Let's do it. So disclaimer, I am not a real doctor, but it's okay because these are not real people. No. We're vampires. Yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So Spooky Sippers, I feel like in recent episodes, I've... I've kind of gone different directions than where we originated from. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. I, you know, kind of, I diagnosed the characters. Yeah. We're going back to our roots. Oh, love it. I've got some, di- I've, I've got my DSM, my pocketbook DSM out. <laughs> I'm ready to diagnose. Love it. I don't, I don't have a ton, but I feel like a lot of it we've already kind of touched on. Just the dysfunctional mm-hmm. relationship of a lot of these characters. Yeah. But let's just talk through some of this. Yeah. I feel that we need to start with Bella's parents. 
Okay. Yeah. Because I think a lot of what ends up transpiring and Bella's personality comes as a result of her upbringing and her Mm. parenting style. I would buy that. Yeah. So I feel like Charlie, although he, he does have those moments of softness and love, he's a bit cold and distant. And I do think that's because he hasn't had the chance to be around Bella as much. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like he kind of just has like this bit of a, a bit of a wall between him and his daughter. Like he's not, he's not super close with her. So she's got a bit of that distance with her dad. Yeah. But I think that comes from her mom, who I'm, I think she's a real piece of work. I do. I agree. I know Bella loves her mom. They don't make a huge deal of this in the movie or in the books, but she is neglectful. Yes. And I, I think possibly she might have undiagnosed, treated, or medicated bipolar disorder. I would buy that. And here's why. I think she fluctuates between these times of being, you know, the times where she's bored in Forks mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, when she was with Charlie, mm-hmm. she's bored, aka, I think she's just depressed. Yeah. She doesn't want to do anything. She doesn't like anything about she's that in a life. Low she can't take it. And then she goes into her manic stages where she's like, oh, that's the flighty side where, oh, I'm just going to move. I'm just going to marry this new man. I'm just going to travel around the country. So I think because of this this mom's neglectful parenting style, abandonment, I mean, Bella has had to be the parent to her mom her whole life. And then her mom just finds this new husband who Bella says, oh, yeah, he's a nice guy. But really, your mom chose him over you. Right. Very yeah. clearly. Right. And so I think Bella's got a lot of abandonment issues. I can see that. And a lot of just... Having to grow up way too fast. Yeah, and kind of having to be independent yeah. on her own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's yeah. had to be the yeah. adult way too early, which can lead to a lot of problems later in life with being able to set healthy boundaries with others mm-hmm. in your relationships. Mm-hmm. Which, hello, mm-hmm. that's what we see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not even that her mom like asks her to move to Washington, right? We learn in the movie where it's like, oh, no, like she realized that her mom was sticking around because of her. So she offered yeah. to right. move to Washington. It's like, oh, that's shitty. I know. <laughs> really shitty. Yeah. It's really, yeah. really shitty. And then like, it, it kind of seems that her mom doesn't even really call that much or when she does, right. it's, you know, hard to get a hold of her. When Bella's in the crisis, she calls the mom and she's like, oh, your phone must be off. It's just, right. uh, she is not a reliable yeah. parent. Right. And her erratic parenting style has really affected Bella's ability to, first of all, her self-esteem. I actually am going to say that everyone in this movie has a horrible case of terrible self-esteem. Yeah, I yeah. Can, I can everyone. See that. Bella, yeah, that's fair. Edward, parents, mm-hmm. not the bad vampires. I think not they the have vampires. Great self-esteem. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone else they're has fine. a shit self-image, uh-huh. and it's really sad. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. So, I'm really now just only going to focus on Bella and Edward. At first, I was, I was kind of looking into Jacob, but we don't see him much in this movie, so I'm not Mm going to get into that. Right. Yeah. So for Bella, there's a few diagnoses I'm going to give her. One is that she has separation anxiety disorder Mm. with Edward. Yeah. Her overreaction that we see in the hospital, her complete devastation at the thought of Edward not being near her 100% of the time. 
the fact that she won't sleep without him or that she's totally okay with him just watching her sleep. Right. (laughs) I think not only does she have separation separation anxiety disorder with him, he has it with her. Yeah. The fact that he can't alone for one second. So they both have it, mm-hmm. which also leads to my next next diagnosis of they are codependent. Yes. With each other. Oh, they are yes. totally in a codependent relationship. 100%. And it's Definitely. unhealthy. It's, mm-hmm. it's Their relationship has started from this place of abuse, honestly, mm-hmm. from Edward, of psychological, emotional, gaslighting, and, and abuse. Gaslighting, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And so they are very much in this unhealthy, codependent relationship. Mm-hmm. I also, for Bella, am going to say that I think she's got some Stockholm Syndrome going on. Love, so Stockholm love Syndrome, traditionally, that's been used for when people fall in love with their captor, but it, it can also be when people fall in love with their abuser. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I do feel that eventually they they change this where Edward's not... he. He's not abusive, but he was doing this to protect her. But they did a really shitty job because he wasn't being protective and honorable. He was just being a dick. Right. Yeah. So I think initially this relationship did start out with a huge power imbalance where he had all the power. She had none. And he used it in an inappropriate way. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, he is bringing her into like a society. Mm -hmm. Like, oh yeah, old, but like he's bringing her into this whole world where she kind of has to adapt herself very quickly. Absolutely, to mm-hmm. be okay with them and be like one of them. And right. also, Bella's got a lot of learned helplessness because, yeah, he's bringing her in, but she she never can make a choice. Mm-hmm. It's all she has no free agency in this movie. Yeah. She says she does. She says, you know, I loved also the line where when she's with the human friends and the one girl is saying, oh, I don't think Mike's going to ask me to the prom. And she's like, you're a strong, independent woman. You do it. And I just thought that's freaking laughable. Yes. Right? I thought, wait, what? what no, what that, yeah. Whatever it is, it's that. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. So I, I, she has no free agency. She has no consent at all in this movie. Yeah. yeah. So poor... Bella. She's yeah. got a... I think she needs to go to some therapy. Yeah. Therapy would be helpful. I think mm-hmm. everybody should go to therapy. I've said also, this before. We can all benefit. Again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Therapy for everyone. Human, vampire, wolf. Just everybody go. Because I feel that before... Exactly. <laughs> before Bella can be good in the relationship... She needs to be good on her own. She needs to be good on her own. Yeah. She needs to be able to define herself outside of Edward. Mm-hmm. That's Ugh, one thing I really don't yes. like about these movies. The only time Bella then can be like becomes this strong woman is after she gets married, and then all of a sudden she's allowed to no, have an she opinion. Genuinely, has she's no to, identity. Yeah, yeah, I I think that she should have been able to find herself first right. before becoming in this mm-hmm. committed relationship and committed to the point that. Humans can't understand forever, right. forever. Yeah, why he will never forever. Right. They're in love. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, like I wonder, like, do they break up? Like, because you know how like Rosalie and what's his name were together, and mm-hmm. Alice and what's his name were together. Like, what if you break up and you're a vampire? Is that allowed? That is explained, actually. Oh, okay, it is. Yes, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's explained in the movies, mm-hmm. but it is explained. Oh, wait, tell us. Yeah, in the books, the lore has memorized. <laughs> okay, so. So later on, I'm sure you both remember, it's not quite the same thing, but later on, um, 
when Jacob ends up imprinting oh god on Bella's daughter. I only know about that because of TikTok, but yes, yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so it's not quite the same, but what happens for vampires is each one does have one soulmate that they are in love with forever. It is a never-ending mm. love. It cannot be undone. So Rosalie and Emmett or something. Emmett right. and Jasper and Alice. Yeah. They they have found so actually mm. uh Bobbert Battenson, he is the only one that doesn't oh, have a soulmate. What a loser. So like sad. Esme and Carlisle, they they're right. all like mm-hmm. vampire pairs which are unbreakable and everlasting. Like you never lose that love. Huh. So it's like monogamy, like Hardcore. But I think part of it, and like maybe they get into this in later movies, and maybe I'm just like going too deep, but like they were so okay with Edward bringing her in. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, okay, go ahead. They you were can way date. too okay. Like they were way cool with that. But I want to know, like, what are the expectations and guidelines and rules on that? Like, she's obviously a human. So he has one of two choices he can leave mm-hmm. her as a human and always have it be a risk. And then obviously mm-hmm. she'll die or he'll turn her. But like, shouldn't that be a conversation that like Carlisle has with him where he's do. like, yeah. now, okay, here's what's okay. And here's what's not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just mm-hmm. think like, I think they do have those conversations. They were so yeah. ready and willing to like, be like, okay, sure. Come into our life. Yeah. But it seems like they shouldn't be so trusting of a human, I guess. Yeah. Or yeah. so like comfortable with a human. And I feel like part of it is they think, they feel bad because he's the only one yeah. without his soulmate. Yeah, he's a big loser. And they all have one and they're they want him to be happy. Right. Like, bro, it's been like a hundred years. Yeah, like what is wrong with you, man? He's been to high school a hundred times. He's been around sixteen year old girls he's, for a hundred years. He's been waiting for Bella. Bella's his soulmate. <laughs> We're gonna get Laura a t shirt that says Twilight Defender. Oh, Twy Hard. Twy Hard. <laughs> Oh, I like that. That's what of they're called. You do. Of course you do. Is that a real like they're called Twihards? Yeah. Oh my God, that's, funny. that's funny. Anyways. All right. So now we're gonna get into my diagnoses of Edward. Mm-hmm. So I feel that especially at the beginning, Edward has persistent depressive disorder, otherwise known as dysthymia. He basically has been, it's almost kind of like he's been living Groundhog Day for a hundred years. He goes to high school over Mm -hmm. and over again. He doesn't enjoy the food he's eating. He doesn't enjoy the company he keeps. Every, Mm -hmm. the only company he keeps that he can actually be himself with is his family who all have a soulmate and he does not. So he's just like bummed out basically. He's like a legit. He's, he's just been depressed for probably 80 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's great. So he's just really depressed and just constantly feeling that way. And you can kind of see that with his irritability, just the way that he kind of like sulks around all the time. Yeah. I think he's just depressed. I already said, I think he also has separation anxiety disorder. Right. And is also codependent with Bella. I wrote with Edward. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also feel that Edward has PTSD from his past. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think they get too much into it in the movies, but they allude to it a bit where when he was first turned, he was first a vampire. He murdered people. Right. Yeah. People. And Bella's cool with that. Yeah, she's she's cool. totally cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. 
but it it eats him alive like right. he he i think there's kind of some religious undertones in the books and and this and okay. you know, Stephanie Meyer is Mormon. Her? She's Mormon. So I, mm-hmm. I feel like there's some of those like morals and like yeah. religious tones, but he feels really guilty about having killed humans because that's immoral. Right. Yeah. So he, I think he has flashbacks mm-hmm. to it. He is very overly sensitive to it. That makes a lot of sense. He's very jumpy about it. So I, yeah, I think he's got yeah. some heat. Mm-hmm. Also, and this isn't, you know, in the DSM, but also he's a stalker. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because as I said, being protective without consent, that is being, that is not protection, right. that is possession. <laughs> yes. So he, but he's just a major stalker. The fact that he's in her room and watching her, sure, it ends up being that she's fine with it, but he doesn't know that. No, there's he's no consent. Watching. Yeah, you can just watch someone sleep for two months without their knowledge, and that's right. okay. Yeah, I like to watch you sleep, and like he will never leave her alone, even if she were to ask for it. Like he right. wouldn't. So mm-hmm. he's, he's very possessive and a stalker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I went on such a deep dive this morning, kind of researching some people's opinions, and I watched mm-hmm. all these therapists react to <gasps> Twilight. Yeah, and it, was really and it was everything we've already talked about, kind of. Yeah. Being- their shitty relationship. But one post, and I, I have to just read it because I loved their interpretation of who Edward is. They said, you know, on one hand, he could be maybe this, you know, romantic, lovable vampire guy. Mm-hmm. Or he could be a st- he could have a s- sadistic ego mate, or he could be a st- well. Okay, hang on. One wait, let's start this one more time. <laughs> <laughs> or he could be a sadistic egomaniac who intentionally encourages Bella's unhealthy emotional dependence on him, manipulates her into socially isolating herself to such an extent that there is nothing important in her life except him, which is true, deliberately leads her into danger that only he can protect her from, Mm -hmm. and then proceeds to emotionally and psychologically torture her by repeatedly threatening to abandon her and requiring her to give up more and more of her own identity in order to remain with him just because he gets off on knowing that he has complete control over another person. Her reach. Yeah. yeah. That's sounding uh, pretty close. That could also be him. Agreed. Or maybe he's romantic and it's sweet. <laughs> yeah, I guess in the book, Laura, our local expert, yes. um, like, does, does she have friends? Because I feel like in the movie, it's like, you know, she there's this group of friends that's like very openly inviting her, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, eh, you know, they're like kind of there. So yeah. I'm wondering, like, did she have like other friends? He alludes to the fact that she didn't. She left. Right. Mm-hmm. And she definitely in the book, she is more friends with Jessica than they show in the movie. They are actually okay. friends. Oh, okay. But it is pretty superficial. And Bella instantly is like, I'm ready to give them all up. Right. The second okay, Anne yeah. says so, they okay. mean nothing. Okay. And mm-hmm. she like constant, like kind of the thing that we did see in the movie where she just abandons them and doesn't tell them. Right. She absolutely yeah. does that in the book. She mm-hmm. Not really. Edward is the only thing she cares about. She yeah. would give up her whole family, any pseudo friends she has her whole life for Edward. Mm-hmm. Healthy. It's not healthy. It's very good. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so yeah, that's that's totally the vibe in the book as well. So yeah, I didn't I didn't go too much into it because I knew we would be talking so much about the relationship just as oh, we yeah. talked about the movie. That mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the psych of it. No, but, but that's interesting. I actually think that fits very well. Yeah. 
like you you see that even more in the later movies mm-hmm, in the books. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that tracks. So really, the the message to our listeners mm-hmm. is: do not model your idea of a healthy relationship off Twilight, off of no Bella and Edward. And mm-hmm. I think that's that's the problem is when people kind of romanticize it to a fault and say, you right. know, that's what I want. I want the type of love that they have, kind of like Romeo and Juliet. Yes. that was not a good relationship. Toxic, no, like yeah. yeah. So I think also toxic. <laughs> if it's just kind of fantasy and you realize that there's parts of it that aren't great, mm-hmm. it for what it is, kind of like we watch, you know, our guilty pleasure shows. That's fine right, as long right. as you realize oh, like, yeah. that's not that's not real and that's that not healthy. fiction. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, nice. There's a love. <laughs> that was great. That's like. Um. So last episode, I kind of dove into more of like the development of the movie like how yes. how it actually came to be and i feel like that was really fun so i, yes, I did a similar I one for this for this movie because i feel like it's kind of fun being like how did this even happen right oh, like who I got this it. here because that's something that most people don't know about like their favorite yeah. like how did this become a movie yeah right. so let's talk about how twilight got made obviously as we already talked about it's based off a book by stephanie meyer um and the idea for twilight came to her in a dream of course, she had a dream that a human girl, like I think she was the girl in her dream, and there was like a vampire who was in love with her, but also thirsted for her blood. Mm. Basic dream, mm-hmm. and she just kind of like went with it. And I think in like three months, she wrote this book. Oh my gosh! Which I don't know. Yeah, if anyone hasn't seen Twilight, they're huge. Again, I know. I get that it's a quick read, but it is not a. It short is a book. hefty no. Yeah. So the fact that she it's was able pages, to get through that yeah. Yeah. in three months. Um, so she was a pretty new writer, but she was able to sell it and get a book deal worth $750,000, which was very unheard of for a new writer. Did she have other published work before this? Oh, I don't know if she had other published. I I did read that she was a new-ish okay, writer. New. So maybe she even had a couple, um, but definitely a rare deal that she was able to strike up um but i think her publisher just really liked it like they just like they saw something like this is like the next big hit they they were just convinced that it was going to be good um and so the book i was gonna say i have a quick side story about that Mm -hmm. so i'm now remembering why i read twilight um the first time for some reason one of our mormon family Mm-hmm. gave me a copy of the book. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't remember why. Maybe they had read it and really liked it or something. But I, at first I was like, mm, and so I just kept it. I didn't, right. I didn't hold on to it. And then all oh. of a sudden, the popularity of Twilight, like everyone was losing their mind over it. Yeah. Like every, it wasn't just the Mormons that were reading, like everyone. Oh, no. Yeah. Reading it. And so that's when then I did read it, but it had been out for a while. Um, but I just, I, I remember it started, I think, being very popular with the LDS. Yeah. Women. Yeah. And yeah. then mm-hmm. it spread. Yeah. Cause oh, interesting. listeners, we should note, you probably already know this, but Laura and I are from Utah. And we were Mormon when we were like young children. I was three, I think, when we left the church. So like we're not anymore, but we've yeah. got strong ties. I know that's yeah. also from Utah, but you were not. Ever well, no, but you weren't Mormon. Right? <laughs> no, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, no, yeah. So the book was released in 2005 and it had mixed responses, but 
I mean, no matter what, it was popular. Like yeah. people, there are people who loved it. There are people who love to hate it. <laughs> um, I think that makes it even more popular. Exactly. Like, spreads faster when there's like controversy or, you know. Yes. And there was controversy. Right. I mean, people, there were people who thought this book shouldn't be allowed. So, but yeah, for whatever reason, I think it stayed on like the New York Times top reads for like a long time. Like it was, it was popular. Um, but even before it, so the book was released in 2005 and 2004. So right before Paramount got an unpublished copy of the manuscript and someone there saw it and was like, I think this is going to be good. I like this idea of a movie. And so they looked at, you know, getting an option, which just means like renting, like getting the rights for the movie. Um, so they got, I think they got the option for it right around 2004. So like even maybe even been before the book came out. Mm. Um, and I think there was like a combo. Cause then I see that like MTV films was the one who actually got the writer for the book, but I think they were a part of Paramount. Uh, so between the two of them, they got the rights and they hired their writer, right? Because just because you have a book doesn't mean you have a movie. You need right. someone to adapt it to film. Right. And so they were worried that they would lose the male audience because, you know, it's too much romance. So this version of the movie included things like Bella being a long distance runner, um, swearing a lot more, using shotguns against vampires who kill her father, uh, being turned into a vampire. And riding jet skis being chased by the FBI. What? What? Wait, how? I mean, there's the one scene of her dad with a gun. I love long distance runner. What? Yeah, just, what? It reminds me of um, like Baywatch, you know, like yes, it was popular. Yes. Just the soldiers running and yes. bouncing and stuff. Like, get yes. the hell yeah, out. they were like, oh, like we need to keep the men. So, like, I don't know, like long distance runner. I that love that tracks. That is what keeps the men. Like, oh, now we know. Wow. Now we know. Um, shockingly, Stephanie Meyer did not love this version she was like you might as well just change the title like you might as well just make it something else yeah Um, Yeah. so lucky for her and i don't know maybe everyone else this version obviously did not get made and Mm -hmm. part of that is because paramount had released some other i think it was a vampire movie and it absolutely bombed Mm -hmm. and so paramount went through like a big change in management um, and part of that change was that they decided they were no longer interested in making this movie. Okay. Okay. They were like, I this is probably not a worthy investment. The other one tanked. It just like it doesn't make sense right now. Um, and part of the change in management um was that Karen Rosenfeld, who was co-president of production at Paramount, I think she was laid off um, oh, okay. during part of this management change. And she liked Twilight. She went on to be a producer for the movie and so she believed in it after paramount i I think she was laid off or or she left something happened during that change in management um she was no longer there she still believed in it and so she tried to get other studios involved to say like hey let's get this made it took her a while um so after two years she finally met someone at summit entertainment which Um, we got from the, the little intro so we know that's who made it um, 
she pitched it to them saying like, oh man, like there this one movie that we never got a chance to make that like, I wish we could have was Twilight. And they were super into it. They were like, oh, okay. Tell us more. Yeah. Like what, what else is there? Um, so Summit was sold. And in that same year, no, in 2007, Paramount lost the rights to Twilight. Okay. Um, they didn't like, it, it was because they were no longer interested. Right, so right. they knew that it was about to expire and they just let it expire. Yeah. So Summit acquired them. And what I think is funny is, so Summit Entertainment had existed since like the 90s, but it was started as like a production distribution sales kind of company. And it wasn't until 2006, which mm. was when they met uh, Karen Rosenfeld, that they decided to become a film studio. Interesting. Okay. So okay. they, this isn't, uh, this isn't like last episode where, you know, Freddie built the studio. Right. Um, th- they had a lot of backing. Okay. They had like a billion dollars from Merrill Lynch and like a, a lot of investment and they had made other movies. So they had made like Memento. Uh, oh, step up. okay. Oh, uh, oh <laughs> so, wait a minute. You know, Okay. Step up two colon the streets. Yeah, that was them. Yeah, <laughs> okay. nice. All right, I so just well watched done. Memento again. Oh, um, it's I've, been so long. I just watched it like two weeks ago because it, yeah. it had been a long time, and like that movie is wild. Yeah, it's so good. I feel like that's worth a rewatch. Oh, yeah. uh huh. Um, so Summit, still being kind of a new studio, decided to go with it. Took a big gamble, obviously, because they were still pretty new. And right. I think when you're new, like you want to make you want to have a, a good impression you, you know want, like, like a safe bet almost yeah. too. like where it's like okay we know this will do well yeah so it was a little bit of a gamble given yeah. that paramount didn't want it and a, f- a few other i think like fox turned it down like oh my gosh while, studios i wonder like what the down. behind the scenes conversation is of those people that left let it go yeah like once right? it became so big i bet they were like oh we messed Shit, up we, yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, spoiler alert, this would go on to be Summit Entertainment's largest success okay, by yeah, far yeah. Um, of any of the movies that they released. Oh my god. Um, so they hired director Catherine Hardwick, who had come up with like a few, I think she had like three, four movies before this. So like, you know, definitely experience, had a yeah. good style. Um, this is the only movie that she directed. I think that this first one is the only one that a woman directed. Ooh. Don't quote me on that one. I'm pretty sure though it is. Um, she would go on to not work on any of them. There were rumors she was fired. Um, well, you know Summit. what? You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sorry. Like, do we know any of the other movies that she she directed? Do we know what they are? Uh, Thirteen, I think, is her big one. Thirteen is the best movie. I haven't watched. Oh, it's so good. Wait, yeah. you're talking about like the one with Nikki Reed? Yes. Oh my god! Okay, so I was it's that age. Such a good movie. Like, I cannot tell you that movie was is my Wood, adolescence. Right? Was like, Evan Rachel Wood? Yes. Yeah. Like if you want to be like, mm-hmm. what was Brianna's adolescence? It's thirteen. 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 Mm-hmm. That was so. My that was her. Own. See now, how the hell? Okay, because that one is amazing. Do you so good? Do you go from the gritty, raw, like it's mm-hmm. so good? Thirteen. Yeah. To this monstrosity yeah. of a movie. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like what happened? Okay. I feel that the, the story is kind of a, it's a good story. Get, critique it what you want. No, it is. Yeah. But it's got some mm-hmm. draw. No, it, oh, it yeah. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Bobber Battinson, mm-hmm. Kristen mm-hmm. Stewart, 
have been good in other movies. Yes. Kristen Stewart, I've seen, has also been a little... Right, and she was young. Some like, she wasn't But, like, practiced. she's been good in other movies. Yeah. Yeah. The director has clearly made a very well-done, directed, a good movie. How did what this happened? happen? <laughs> I mean, I know I secretly love it. But also, there's parts of it that are just so darn right. bad. Like, I don't understand how this happened. I will say, like, being from that time, like, mm-hmm. 2007 was when I graduated. Like, this was, like, a very notable time in my life. Like, pop culture, this did make sense. Like, it did fit yeah. in. The mm-hmm. way it was filmed. Say the- what you want. It was a giant success. Yeah, I no, know, like, the, the lighting the blue tint how did we just skip over the fact this whole movie's blue yes that was her so i feel like we have to talk about the soundtrack like oh it the soundtrack was the soundtrack was that amazing (laughs) that song you guys at that time was like it was amazing so this is the only props that i will give this movie is that their soundtrack was right Oh, so I God. get it. I get it. <laughs> oh, I just yeah, it that's just wild to me. I know. Like knowing the story and how weird this movie turned out. Okay. I know. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Um, oh, she did respond to the, the rumors saying she was not fired. She was given rights, like the first right to refuse the sequels, and she didn't okay. want to do them. Um, okay. she was like, like, I'm done. Maybe she was embarrassed. Right. Like, yeah, she, was like, ah, I think it, she yeah, said God. it was that the studio wanted to just rush into making the uh, next movies, which I, I think that's part of what made the sequel so successful, I think, is is one thing I saw is that they were able to keep up with their target demographic and that they just churned through those movies. I mean, yeah. you it's got funny. them back to back to back. I just Googled it to look something up and the mm-hmm. whole saga popped up. Those dates, like those years, they are so close together. Yeah. Like, yeah, they right. all came out. It's kind of like, how did mm-hmm. they do that? Like, Have you both seen them all? Yeah. No, I haven't. Oh, I absolutely have. So I have absolutely seen all of them. <laughs> I I will I will say, I mean, they they are they do get some of them get worse. But oh, the yeah. last movie is the best one. It's actually well done. I feel like the very last Twilight one, I feel like is actually decent. No, okay. I, yeah, I I I'm I'm not gonna fight you because I don't remember enough, but like I feel like I remember not liking. Or maybe it was movie. the second to last one. Because it was broken. It, it was broken too, right? Yeah, it, it was. was. So one of it was either the second to last one or the last one. Like one of them was actually like where I finally was like, at least it's not like butchering the book. Like at least yeah, it's uh, somewhat decent. I, so now maybe I'm She's wrong. lying because she loves each and every one. <laughs> That's <of them>. true. <laughs> I'm a twy hard. Yeah, hard. I can see your twy hard right now, Laura. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Uh, okay anyway anyway Catherine, our director yes had a budget of 37 million dollars which mm-hmm. sounds like a lot but is actually not a lot when yeah, it comes to making movies. that does sound like, like a lot you know m- movies can quickly get to the 100 million oh yeah range like that that's actually a, a smaller budget right um and they only had 44 days to shoot oh so, that seems fast. Small budget, small amount of days, and Kristen Stewart was a minor, so she could only work five and a half hours a day. Oh, really? So okay. they I, had a cap 
on like how much time that they, yeah. they had her, but they it really liked her as Bella. So they mm-hmm. were like, well, we'll make it work. Quick, right. Quick question. Mm-hmm. How much of the 37 million did they spend on glitter? Yeah. I'm hoping it was a <laughs> substantial amount. At least half would be my guess. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously it was a giant success. They had a $37 million budget and it ended up grossing 400 million. Oh my God. And between all the sequels, I think they broke a billion um, between all of them. I'm not, I would not be uh, surprised. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I looked long. up, you know, the, the box office for 2008, because I was like, well, let's see like how it compares. Um, so it was the eighth highest grossing okay. in 2008. So let me tell you what was above it. Number one, no surprise, The Dark Knight. Yes. Ah, like right. that was, that was that a big is, one. That was a good movie. Such yeah. a good movie. That was a good one. Uh, two, Iron Man. Yeah. Oh, Again. Also a good movie. Yes. I liked it. Yeah. Well, and this was early Marvel, but before, you know, we before got like 20 years. Right. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I, because yeah, it was early. No, the and first I thought, one I liked. I thought the first Iron Man, was I very was well super done. into oh, yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Like, wasn't this kind of the comeback for yes, Robert Downey Jr.? Because he had been like in jail or something. Oh, yeah. I mean, right? he, he like, did. And, yeah. and he had mm-hmm. sort of started to bounce back but like mm-hmm. this was his major yeah, this was box it. office yeah. like i'm here i'm good now i'm mm-hmm. not a piece of shit anymore right yeah. no it was good uh okay three indiana jones and the oh, kingdom of the crystal yes. skull oh the worst i actually fell asleep in that movie i don't before. remember that one. <laughs> oh, then matthew and i would would watch them the crystal skull one was the worst no, it was still good we were me matthew and dad would watch them i will say this the old indiana jones great I yeah. will stand by this statement. You can quote me on this. Twilight, 100 times better than the Indiana Jones Crystal Skull movie. Well, the box office wow. disagrees. Um, wow. There, move on to number four. Hancock. Mm-hmm. Will Smith. Uh, number five, Wally. Oh, oh such a good sense. So good. Oh. Number six, Kung Fu Panda. Yes. Oh, okay. that is such a good movie. I feel like that was actually good. That is such a good movie. Okay, number seven, I was a little bit surprised because uh, Twilight is number eight. Number seven was Madagascar Escape to Africa. Really? So it's like, is that even the first one? No, I don't think it is. Mm-mm. No, it's not no. because the first one came out when I was in um, yeah. college. Yeah, the so it's like, you're, was really cute. You're yeah. telling me the sequel to Madagascar? Beat it this well. I mean, <laughs> parents got to take their kids somewhere. Yeah, I guess that's yeah, true. Wally. They have the there, Panda, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which those I get. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. The first, um, yeah, it was so good. I love the first Madagascar. And then, yeah, after Madagascar two was Twilight. Mm-hmm. All right, so, All right, top eight of yeah, two thousand eight. It, it did very well, well. especially because like. It's the first one. People don't know what to expect. So actually, mm-hmm. I can see the first one not doing quite as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Box office is the others because, like, people weren't sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it also came out, I guess, I don't know if this accounts for when it came out. Twilight didn't come out until November of 2008. Right. It I came remember. out at the very, yeah. very, very end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that was one where it's like, as people watched it, because obviously the people who liked the book watched it, and that was a big portion. But then there was you know, the people who watched it to like make fun of it. And then the people who like, you know, like it rolled out yes. into more and more and more people watching yes. it. So totally. yeah. <laughs> totally. So that was my kind of summary on yeah, the development and then success that was Twilight. Mm-hmm. I, like I just have to say like I love hearing that because like yeah. I find mm-hmm. it really interesting to know how a movie 
came to be because that's something you don't always think about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially like different years in pop culture, like, you know, you cross section each one. Like, I think it's really interesting. Yeah. Well, and just like how big of a stake some of these movies are. Like, I think, you know, just from last week talking about, um, Nightmare on Elm Street and how it, it was just an entire studio just gambled on one movie. Yes. And with this one, like, yeah, Summit Entertainment had more money than them, but still, this was a big gamble and it paid off. This was their most successful movie. Mm-hmm. But they like, didn't know that going in. Yeah. Right? Like, they didn't, they really were taking, mm-hmm. putting a lot of faith into it because mm-hmm. they didn't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. It could have bombed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And it brought this little studio very high up (laughs) yeah oh yeah fascinating i also feel like we should just explain a little bit to our listeners why we went with this movie because it's not a horror movie no it's not it's not on its surface but i'm gonna make a case for why it is a horror movie okay (laughs) and it's not just because it includes vampires and werewolves Mm -hmm. when you think of the kind of the lack of agency of the character Bella. Right. And just the amount of like control or manipulation that goes on in this movie. It's actually pretty darn scary. Yeah, that's true. When you think of of it that way. Mm -hmm. So I think in some ways, relationship wise, it could be considered. Yeah. A horror movie. A horror movie. Mm -hmm. There's also when you consider the fact that it could be used as a way of torture. To make yes. people watch this yes. movie. Yes. Absolutely. 100. It, yeah. For me, for instance. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like my, you know, in the good place, when they're like, wait, we're in the bad place. Mm-hmm. It would be like if I was watching mm-hmm. the Twilight Saga on mm-hmm. it. Just mm-hmm. loop. Yeah. Did you, did you watch uh, Lost? I know you watched I, some of it. Oh, I, I watched half of such a good show. It just was so long. I'm I not halfway through. I'm not giving any. I'm not giving much away. Like if you ever would watch. Well, I mean, it. it's like 20 but years at, old. At one 30, point, like, there yeah. torture or psychological experiments on what would happen, and what mm-hmm. they do is they kind of like force people's eyes to stay open, and they would just watch something for like yeah. 24 mm-hmm. hours, and it's like really loud, uh-huh. and really yeah. they just have to watch. They could put Twilight yeah. in that and mm-hmm. see like and that how be... it would mess with someone's brain. Torture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. now, Laura, maybe you know more as a super fan, because I didn't look into it, but I saw it pop up. I, mm-hmm. I, I think they're making a TV series. I've heard. A, a Twilight TV series. I did I, not know I've heard, this. I've heard that. I word. think it's happening. I did not know this, but I will say something else I learned in my research today mm-hmm. of this movie that I guess I can't call myself a super fan because although I have read the main books, I didn't realize there is a, it's like a Twilight, oh, I forget what it's called, Moon, Sun, Silver, some, uh, something. It's the original Twilight book, but from Edward's perspective. <gasps> and I've never read that one. Fascinating. Oh, I did see that in my research. I yeah, she, yeah I forget what she series, called it. But, but I didn't read the mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, shit. I that's should go so, get a book. Yeah, you should. Maybe I'll go watch the it's a, library. It's her birthday soon. So I'm going to go. If anyone's looking for, yes, for a birthday gift. It's about to be my birthday. That's it. I was that's thinking I, I would just go walk to the library and get it. Yeah. <laughs> so I like to do that. Yeah. Report back. Yeah, I will. It is. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm totally going to go you get done. it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we we picked it because it's got some horror themes, but also it's romance. We picked yeah. it because Laura tricked us into I did not. Yes. It. 
Yeah, yeah she's like, guys, one. wouldn't it be so funny? Like, wouldn't it be so funny if we all watched it? <laughs> you guys, you should just watch Twilight. I did not pick this for Spooky Sips. I did not. Yvette, you were the one that picked it. Okay, it's true. Yvette picked it. Don't I did. I did. Gaslighter. I'm gas. I right. was right there, Laura. All right, Edward. We have it recorded. Yeah, you <laughs> picked it. We have it on record. <laughs> no one's going to believe you. Yeah, nobody is going to believe you. And Bella in this scenario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You would. You would be Bella. <laughs> You're not like other girls, so. You're not like other girls. No, I'm very much like no, other girls. No, she is. That's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm like other girls because yeah. I like this movie. Oh, I'm a sucker. Really so. <laughs> Actually, I don't like the movie. I like the books. You're like Jessica a little bit. I'm a little bit like Jessica. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like Anna Kendrick. I'm okay with that. Are we doing right. sips? I, I can't. Yeah, no, we can't because <laughs> I'm really excited to give mine. So here on Spooky Sips, you know, give stars. We have sips. Sometimes I'm just like, I hate the sound of my own voice so I, much. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, out of five sips, how many do you give this film? Laura, super fan. Maybe start with you. Yeah. Okay. There's so much of this that I don't like. I I really... The very first time I saw this movie, I was irrationally mad about how mad like how bad they made the books that i had loved right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know it's almost a little bit stockholm syndrome i maybe i am bella maybe you are (laughs) every time i watch it i hate it a slight bit less oh my god yes like Mm -hmm. this time watching it i was like you know it's not that bad <laughs> also, the acting is so bad. bad. Acting is so bad. And <sighs> usually, usually the only time we watch this, and I know we've already said this, but usually the only time is like Brianna and I end up getting like totally wasted, and we're like, yeah. you know what sounds good? Let's watch Twilight. But you know what happens when we do that? We can't finish it. No, we only get like a third of the way through, and then we just watch Fifty Shades. And then we're Pray. like, let's just watch Fifty Shades yeah. every time. <laughs> so. Really, although although there's a decent amount of discussion I've liked of this movie, and I it does make me kind of want to read the books again, the way this movie was actually done, I'm giving it a one and a half. Wow. I know, because I know I say I'm a super fan, right. but I really, yeah. I, I think the movie, here's why. My expectations... Mm-hmm are really high. This movie could have been so good. Yeah. I feel yeah. like as as flawed as the story and the characters are, mm-hmm. this still could have been such I a agree. good movie. And they they butchered it. Yes. They really did. They I made agree. it yeah. way... Because okay, actually maybe, the story isn't terrible. Maybe two. Okay, I'm giving it a two. Okay. Two. All right. Okay. So you would have preferred Bella on jet skis running from the FBI, right? I That's what you're so. saying. Actually, yes. Let's yeah. try it. Mm-hmm. Let's try it. <laughs> yes. Yes. As a long distance runner. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, why wasn't she just running from the FBI? Yes. Just always have her running. That's all. Yeah. Honestly, that probably would have been. <laughs> yeah, probably would have. I mean, Edward's always speeding around like a spider monkey. Oh. Why not? It's terrible. It's terrible. Two. Oh. Okay. That's my final answer. All right. Um, I can go. I'll give it like 0.25 just because I like talking to you guys about movies. Yeah. Um. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I am going to go... With a point five. Okay. Nice. 
which actually is a lot higher than it deserves. I think I'm going with that because I I actually think it's important for everyone to watch this so that you know what bad cinema is because it makes you appreciate good cinema. But you get these moments of like... No, you don't. There are none. There is not a single... Yes, there are. There is not one moment in this film where I was like, wow, that is exciting or that's attractive. Not (laughs) a single one. Not even... But it's... It's such a fun movie to hate on. Like, if you're just like, I want to be a hater right now, yes, throw on I this really movie. enjoy being it's so like I give so it a fun because like I all enjoy. Right, right, I'll give you that making fun of other people. Yeah, yeah. So for me, like, because you, you're not like other girls. Because I'm not like other girls. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, actually, I'm just like other girls. Oh my God. I am other girls. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So we apologize. We do. We departed from our norm. Yeah, this we did because mm-hmm. it's Valentine's Day, and yeah, it's special. It, you should know what bad relationships look like. Yes, yeah. Because then you can be like, "Oh, mine's not so bad. I'm okay. We're okay." That's one way to look for at Valentine's it. Day. You could be like, "It's okay." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stockholm yourself. It's a really romantic, Brianna. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you okay? Or shouldn't be I'm better than <laughs> Twilight. <laughs> You wanna you wanna talk off off pot? <laughs> that, is, that is my bar. I'm my marriage is better than Twilight. <laughs> if you're listening, my husband, I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> no, we're just kidding. <laughs> oh man. All right, so next time on Spooky Sips, we need your help, fans. So we want to know what you would like us to watch and discuss. So on Instagram or email, mm-hmm. send us your recommends for what we should watch and sip along with next time. We'll let you decide. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fan pick time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do it. So let us know. Let us know. And then we'll see you next time on Spooky Sips. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Spooky Sips. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening. To stay up to date on all the spooky things we're up to, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at SpookySips underscore podcast. And if you want to help support the podcast, consider buying us a coffee or really a cocktail. We are completely independent, so every little bit goes a long way to keeping our podcast running and improving. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks.